Insights to Live By, the podcast, discovering new pearls of wisdom to enrich our lives. What does it mean to manifest? How can you have more of what you want in your life? Hello and welcome to Insights to Live By. I am your host, Matt Zinman. I am so grateful just to have you here with us. We have such an incredible guest, not just bringing innovative insights, but I think you'll find has such amazing energy. She is the UK's number one mindset coach and number one female motivational speaker under 40 in the world. Natasha Grano, welcome to the show. It's great to see you. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Oh, I've so been looking forward to our conversation. I've been hearing uh, lots of you, you know, on the other side on Clubhouse. And I, you know, I wonder, because, you know, Clubhouse is very familiar to us. How do you describe it to people? Because so many people are like, what's that? So when you have to explain it, what do you say? You know, I, I, you're right. I get asked this every day. People are like, wait, what's Clubhouse? Clubhouse, for anyone that doesn't know, is a social media app, which is all about the voice. And so it's like going down a hotel corridor and choosing a room where there's a conference going on live. And you just choose which door to open, depending on your, your forte and what you like. And then you get to choose it and walk in the room. And there you are with phenomenal speakers, often some quite well-known names or very well-known names. Uh, on different stages and you get an opportunity to raise your hand and you get an opportunity to speak. And if anything, you just get to listen and learn. It's a phenomenal app. I love it. We are very much of the same mindset here. Mine, I go with the dorm room on the very same analogy. You went hotel. I, I think you're right there with it. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's funny because, you know, last week, last Sunday, as I continue to learn more about you, I have to say, I was a little surprised. Uh, I, I didn't really, I wasn't aware of this. You were running a room. I think you do this every Sunday, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you're uh, teamed up with a gentleman named Michael Graziano. And um, I, I've gotten to know him a little bit. What, what I did not know is that the two of you uh, met one another on Clubhouse, and now you are at the, the early stages of um, a lifelong romance of epic proportions. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's so bizarre to think that we met on Clubhouse, but with all my manifestation techniques, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less of myself. And I just got into the right headspace. We'll do, I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about that in a bit. But yes, sure. Clubhouse, it's, you know, the, is it Love House? I don't know. I mean, it just happened. <laughs> well, you know, they do. They have, uh, I mean, the programming on there, it's, you know, anyone can go on and do whatever it is they see fit. And certainly there's a lot of, of, uh, of those types of, of programs in there, you know, the love connections type thing. How did it happen for you guys? Where, where were you, you know, just type of room? How did you connect in that way? He was, a, he was speaking in a room. I don't remember where, and I came across, I was very new to the app and I just came across him and I heard him speak and I saw his photo and it was blue. With, it was him on the cover of Forbes, but it was a blue cover and he was wearing a blue right. shirt blue eyes there was a lot of blue going on I thought wow how endearing and psychologically blue is actually a color that lures you in more into social media apps etc and love studying colors and uh, I, I was so drawn in by his voice of the soul as we call it and I was so drawn in by him as a person and what he was saying and then I clicked 
follow and then I followed it through to his Instagram and literally the rest is history. <laughs> How long ago was that? It seems very recent. Yeah, quite a few months ago now. About okay. three months, months I mean, ago. you guys are, I'm just going to say you're, you know, it's Lovebird, you know, just like you were, you met yesterday. Uh, and just with respect to Michael, since, uh, you know, we're talking about him, he is uh, uh, the leader of a company called Mindful Media PR and Global Degree. He's a world traveler, he's a Canadian, and he uh, talks about visiting all 193 UN nations. And so obviously you're out of the UK. So how are you managing, you know, a big pond between the two of you? Well, he's been over here to visit and that was beautiful. And um, I'll be going there in the coming days, weeks. And uh, I'm that it, we're just dealing with online a lot. You know, it's bizarre. And I think it's just a process and a journey. And when you're really in love with somebody and you want to make it work. And in fact, it became bigger than us, the relationship. We realized right. very early on that we, we became a power couple very quickly because right. we were very public about our relationship and the press picked up on it. And it sort of went viral very fast. We had a lot of people asking, how did you meet? What can I do to, to meet my soulmate? So we started uh, doing Zoom sessions and we do them on Saturdays where we sit with an audience and talk a little bit further in more detail about how to manifest love and how we manifested each other as a soulmate into our life. And I have to say, it really is so powerful when you meet the one because not only does it benefit you, it really benefits more than just you. It benefits people around you. And that's what's happened. Everybody around us is just loving the energy that we're pouring out onto others. And he's glowing. And so am I, because your DNA at a molecular level changes when you are super high on a frequency like love. And you are feeling amazing. It's like if you're feeling incredible, it starts to shift your DNA. You can heal yourself in these ways too. It is evident. Let me say that. And the, you know, the one point, and because these rooms run quite a while, and uh, you know, I only had the opportunity to come in at this one juncture, and it was the one where he read you the poem that he wrote for you. Oh wow! You came in on the real crux of it. it was amazing. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard the poem. And then you guys were talking about how you had tea with his grandmother yes, and how is. she, how you got grandmom's approval of the really, that's huge. That's so huge. It really, she's the matriarch of the family. And I knew that that was very important to him. So it became very important to me. And so we had afternoon tea and I was dressed in my little twin suit that I usually wear when I'm speaking on stage anyway. And, you know, it was, it was beautiful. She was wearing the same sort of thing. And we, we were chatting and it was wonderful just to feel the approval of his family, actually. So right. I'm yeah. so grateful for that because actually a lot of people will say, is this just the press? Is this just a public relationship? What is this? No, it's very real. It's very, very, very real. Like I've never felt anything so real in my life. And, you know, I, I just, I'm excited to share it with the world. And, and here we are now. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, I love it. And it's funny, I was looking at uh, his post and he said, uh, and, and of course, we'll, we'll have to move on to other things, but there's so much to say here about Michael. He wrote, it happened quickly, unexpectedly, and on Clubhouse. I've never felt stronger, wiser, or more of a man in relation to you, of course. I'm sensing you've had a good effect on him. I'm just going to say. Well, apparently I have. I think, <laughs> you know, he, he had his fair share of women before me, but 
all of a sudden when you are given the opportunity of somebody completely unique that you've never experienced you know um he's with exactly the same age you know he's and, and it's beautiful because a lot of the girls even would have been younger and what's so nice is i'm showing him like a woman who doesn't need him for anything who shows up you know in her own right as a stand-up woman can have be and do anything i want and mm. he is a reflection of that and i think it was it was overwhelming in so many ways for him at the start. And he'll talk about this, that, you know, how he, it was a real shock to his system, but he stuck with it. And when you stick with it, you realize it's a blessing and it evolves you as a person. He's evolving me. My soul is evolving. I'm evolving him. He's becoming a superior man. That's what we call it. There's a book called, um, I don't remember what it's called, but something around the superior man. He read it before he met me. And when he describes it to me, it just sounds exactly like what happened to him. That when you are ready to meet the one, you will become the man you're truly meant to be. You'll be resonating a higher frequency, feeling amazing, giving out a positive vibration into the world, really in your element, and you will attract the right woman to you, and vice versa for the woman. If you're feeling depressed and sorry for yourself and focusing on all your self-limiting beliefs about why you're not worthy of love, you're never going to attract love into your life. You have to be resonating on a higher frequency, giving out a positive vibe, and then the man of the same caliber above and even greater or vice versa for a woman will be, will just show up in your life. Yeah. I, I I'm going to have to look that up. I mean, I have to say, I'd like to be a superior man. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so, well, you must read this book. I'm going okay. to find the name. I think all it's right. the journey oh. to being a superior man or something. Wonderful book. He told me all about. And um, yes, we're currently working on our own book at the moment as well. Oh really? Wow. Well, we'll have to find more out about it. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you know, the interesting part that, that you mentioned, you know, naturally you're both coming, bringing to the relationship uh, your own independence. I, I'd say that codependency is about the opposite of what the two of you have in your relationship. And yet, when you talk about being a power couple and obviously one plus one equals well more than two with the two of you, uh, such as with this, this uh, is coming up, you're about to host an online private mastermind discussing manifesting your soulmate, masculine and feminine energy, power couple dynamics, and much more. I, I didn't memorize that, in case you're wondering. <laughs> that was very good. Uh, well, yes, this is exactly what it is. We're hosting it because we want to help people. We're so grateful for the love that we've found. We'd like to share, spread that love and share that love to as many people as we can. It aligns perfectly with my mission because my mission in life as a mindset coach and teacher and coach to millions of people now is to reach... 50 million by the end of this year, we're well on our way and 100 million by people by 2030, December the 31st. And so if we can achieve that, then it'll be wonderful. But Michael and I together, it's nice because manifesting anything is a part of my mission. So I'm helping people to do that. And so the love side aligns wonderfully with me and him. And so this mastermind helps people unlock all the elements of how to find their soulmate because actually it's down to them. And there's couples coming as well. We've got some VIP guests. We're so excited. And um, it's just so wonderful. Lots of power couples from around the world who are attending to just say their words on how they met their other half. And uh, it will be a, a really special event, very intimate, very up close and personal. But that's what you want. You want all that up close and personal feeling proximity and connection is everything. And so we're going to go deeper and, and get connected. And, and I very much look forward to it. That's fantastic. And, and when you say, if we can achieve that, what you're really saying, I think, is as we are achieving that, 
from a manifestation standpoint. Um, you know, I, I, so, I, I find myself all the time. I, I correct my own. I am always correcting myself. I, I hope you, you know that it's a friend who tells you, Natasha, I would hope the same from you of me. If I ever say anything manifestation wise that I'm not in the present tense as my future self, please let me know. Um, you know, I, I, I definitely want to focus a lot on your distinguished MBS method in and around meditational behavioral synchronicity. Um, but before we do, I just want everyone to understand a little bit more about you in the sense that you have your beginnings and current, of course, as uh, I, I'd say something of an Instagram star, right? You have 2.6 million followers as of, I think today, it's probably 2.8 by now. It's three. Okay, well, there you go. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, it, it's hard to keep track of that number. It's always going up. Um, so you have 3 million Instagram followers. Let's talk about that for a second, because I know that you were and, and continue to be an Instagram expert. These are things that you were recommending to people. How do they do it? My understanding is that you focus a lot on luxury brands. And let, let's talk about that for a few. Well, that's where I began. So I began as a, an influencer when, you know, I was born through social media. So when the app opened, I missed the first few years, but that's okay because I was going through my own journey of what it was happening in my life. And I'm going to come to that in a second, but I decided I wanted to use social media and try it out and it worked. And when I understood the algorithm, I understood how to, you know, hack the system if you want and get this blueprint winning formula to growing fast and getting out there and getting recognized very quickly, I decided what I would do is I would use my account to serve a greater good. And that's when I started putting out my mindset teachings even before. So they were in my captions. So I would use my platform and my business to, as an Instagrammer, if you want, as an influencer, just blogging about different things I was wearing. And then it started to move into lifestyle and wellness products. And then it would be anything around that genre that would tie into where I was going. And then I was writing the book and little bits of the book started to come out into my captions. People started to follow me and sign up knowing something bigger and greater was coming from this human. My social media marketing company continued. I used that to leverage my next two companies and grow my ecosystem right now, how I am uh, as a coach and you know, take this world by storm if you want. And so I was able to use that. And that's how I began. But in the midst of all of this, I found my why. In the midst of having this fantastic platform, it wasn't all just like daisies and wonderful. She was an Instagrammer. I crashed and burned. Five years ago, I, in the midst of having this wonderful platform of, of a million followers, I lost everything. I lost my whole business. I went through the most, the worst divorce all in the space of one year. I was virtually homeless. I was literally on the street, just giving birth to my, my son. So I had a newborn baby I was carrying around. It was me, him and a black bin liner. That is all I had to my name. And I built up from there. But if that wasn't enough in that year, I got an illness and that's what took me out further. So I was now depressed, broke, almost homeless. And now I've got an illness and I'm bed bound. From there, I had to heal myself. So I found my why. I had near-death experiences. I've been rock bottom in love, financially, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And when you are at rock bottom, you only have one way to go, and that's up. And when you find the way to do that, and I used all these tools, which I didn't know would then go on to be, as you described, my MBS method, and my meditational behavioral synchronicity method has gone on to serve 5 million people. 
hundreds of thousands of people have been through the program and we have thousands and thousands of the most remarkable testimonies of people whose lives have been changed the same way that mine was. So in my first year back of healing myself, of getting over the illness, of building back myself and my company, I made my first million. And then I went on into where we are now and producing uh, three different passive streams of income and, and helping millions of people. And my mission is to continue to help as many people as I can and, and through, through my conscious work. You know, it's it's the uh, it's the lowest points that make the highest ones so much more uh, enriching, uh, and um, I appreciate you sharing that. Of course, uh, the the thought that comes in that for me that came into the interview, I'm like, you know, my first impressions of you, and wow, luxury brands, and she's driving the Rolls Royce, and she has a hundred pairs of shoes I can't pronounce, and <laughs> you know, on and on. And, and, and yes, last Sunday in, in hearing you in, in clubhouse, I was like, wow, I was like, you're so accessible. You're so down to earth in my impression. And, and I think that's why people are so drawn to you uh, to say the least. So I just really appreciate that about you and just getting to know you and just from my own experience uh, in, in sharing that. And, and so let, let's, let's go over to your MBS method. That is something that is that you're, focused on now and is that in conjunction with your book this past year the action plan one builds on the other exactly so the next stage after the action plan after you have taken action on it's all about the law of attraction right the book so it's about taking action upon your thoughts and your feelings and actually making stuff happen for yourself and not sitting there just thinking wishful thinking it's about taking action so then the next step is now the mbs so the whole book is based around how to manifest your desires and using my method to do so by understanding how to erase your self-limiting beliefs there usually is only one main belief underneath everything that underlies everything in your life and it's feeling unworthy and that is at the root cause and that is because between the age of seven anything that's been imprinted into our subconscious mind comes out later on in life and that means any experiences be it super positive or super negative any of those get imprinted into our subconscious mind and out they come and so it's our job later on to bring them up to the surface recognize what's going on accept it release it and it really is a process. I thought, oh, I've released the fact that my parents got divorced and that I felt neglected, you know, when I was young. I've gotten over all this stuff. Actually, I hadn't because every time we, we went down deeper and I would go into different altered states of awareness, which is what my MBS method does, I would realize, wow, I really do have deep rooted issues. And so I, I learned to work on them in that year when I was going through what I'm going through. And, you know, we're all a work in progress. I... I'm still working on things. I'm still working through things, but I just know how to quickly. It's like when I decided I was ready for love, well, I did it in three weeks. So when, you, when you're ready to do anything you want and you understand the tools, you understand the, like for me, the five principles of manifesting that I teach. And so what happened was when you, when you understand how to apply the MBS method to your life, you erase the suffering beliefs. The MBS method is a combination of meditation uh, meditation, breathing exercises, neuroscience, anchoring and going deeper into altered states of awareness, into the alpha state, into the theta state. And when you're in those altered states of awareness, you are then able to slow down your brain, find what is blocking you from attracting what you want, because everything you want is orbiting around you at any one time. Everything you want is already there. Every single thing you want, but we are not 
seeing it in our life if we do not feel it in our life. We are not seeing it in our outer reality. If we do not feel it, that we are worthy of it in our inner self-beliefs. Your outer reality is a direct reflection of your inner self-beliefs. That is in my book. You have to understand to attract anything you want, you've got to believe you're worthy of it. And if you believe you're worthy of it, then you'll see it in your outer reality. But if you don't believe you're worthy of it, then it's never going to show up. So that's what I'll ask you today, whoever's watching, do you believe you're worthy of having the thing you want? If not, you've got to do the work, honey. Whether it's my MDS method or go and find a coach to help you go deeper, you've got to do the work. Self-worth. Uh, and, and that does pinpoint it. Now, one of the things that in your book, you talk about the action plan in, in having, in doing something under an hour. Now I'm curious what that is as well as I imagine, is that those are the five steps or, or are there two different things? What's, what's the hour? And then what are your, go ahead, so please. In an hour means that you can read the book in an hour. Oh, okay. So literally the <laughs> that explains that okay yeah, that's that one so it means that you can read the book you can understand it you can apply it in and out then you have the next phase which is the five pillars of manifesting and that's what's coming into my my book now um and so it's yeah which one do you want to talk about <laughs> well uh you answered the hour question for sure uh and to your point earlier you know your book is modeled after the secret it's got the, the look of it and i think uh, a wonderful continuation of it as it evolves in our understanding and application. So let's go to your five pillars and talk about that to whatever degree you'd like. I know you've got the new book coming out. So let's, you know, the preview. Amazing. Well, um, for anyone who's about to transform, this is your transformation, write these down and apply it. So number one is clarity of your vision. Get clarity of your vision. Most people don't actually know what they want. When I ask my students, when I ask somebody, what do you really want? This sounds a little bit wishy-washy. It's all over the place. They want about 20 things all at once. Napoleon Hill from his book uh, in 1937, Think and Grow Rich, he said, what the mind can see and achieve, what the mind can see and believe it can achieve, right? Now, let me go even one step further. He then goes on to say, write your statement down very, very clearly of what you want into a statement, like a paragraph, and read it aloud or write it down twice a day. Phenomenal technique and absolutely apply it. I, he, he was a mentor from afar, someone I obviously never met and would have dreamed to have met. But here's what I was saying. Get clarity on your vision and write it down. Take off the Napoleon Hill, write it down. Know what you want. Get so clear on it because any detail you leave out, somebody else will fill in. Then it's his story, not yours. Hmm. So you want clarity on your vision. Number two, remove the blockages that are stopping you. This is pillar two. Remove the blockages that are stopping you from attracting what you want into your life. There is something blocking you. There is usually a self-limiting belief. There is something blocking you from what you want in your life. Pillar number three, replace the old self-belief with a new self-belief. So if your old one was ultimately going deeper down when you found out, I feel unworthy of being loved, your new belief would be, I am worthy of love. I'm, I'm worthy of a loving reciprocated relationship. Or I am worthy of the job that I want to get. Or I'm worthy of going from corporate America to a new business of my own, whatever it might be. Pillar number four is expand your vision. So now you can use visualization, positive affirmations. You can use all different things to expand that vision and fully understand what you want now. We know that 
but expand it. You can use expanders. I won't go too deep into this, but basically using people to expand your vision for you. So surrounding yourself with people who have already achieved the things that you want, not spending time around energy drainers and naysayers and energy vampire people that you want to call them. Stay away from all of this because that is not expanding your vision. You need people who are just already doing it because your brain will then see it as familiar and say, oh, if she can do it, I can do it. If he can do it, I can do it. He came from what I did. I mean, look at me. I came from broken, almost homeless. Okay, so if we talk about that, somebody out there today, you haven't got much money and you're looking at this going, well, I really want to achieve big. Well, you can, because I did. I had literally nothing to my name and I did. I just invested in a good coach and got myself into a couple of programs and off I went. You have an accountability partner, somebody backing you, helping you, guiding you, who you report to, you will get your shit done quicker. And so this is the way to do it. So that's pillar four. Pillar five is take action. So exactly like I just described, take action on your goal. Get yourself the mentor, get in the program, or on top of that, not and, not or and, go out there every single day and take inspired action towards your goal. And at the end, I'm going to give you one of my incredible insights, as this is what the show is about, around that one area. Wonderful. Yes, take inspired action. And I think what's important about that when we when we home in on the word inspired is that that is where your energy is. That is what is going to make you feel good and vibrate higher, right, to attract the things that you want. Did I get that right? Yes, you got it so spot on. You're so good at this. Right. You just got to vibrate higher. It's. It, I don't really, I mention it once people understand it, but ultimately you want to be feeling your best because do you ever find you walk out in the street, you're feeling so bad and then something bad happens and you forgot the key and then you did this and it's boom, 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 chain of events. When you go out there and you're feeling amazing, even when something happens, it doesn't shake you off and you stay resonating in a high frequency. And then you attract more things to you that are positive because you are resonating in a place where you can't be shaken. And then you feel good the next day because more good things are happening. And all of a sudden you are just a person who is feeling and is rather than doing, you're no longer a human doing, you're a human being happy. You understand? Be instead of do. It's like, I always say to people, if you practice forgiveness every day, this is great, but don't practice forgiveness every day. Just be it. Be the person that you are wanting to become like, the, be the example. Become it. My, my quote for you today is be it until you become it. And that's in my book too. Be it until you become it. Oh yeah, you may see my quote everywhere. I've even seen people use it, but yeah, it's all over. Well, I have to admit, Natasha, that's probably going to be seen again. <laughs> where I'm concerned. Um, well, I appreciate you delivering on the amazing energy that you bring, and certainly we're going to be talking more about aspects of your MBS method and and your extended techniques in and around your five pillars as we get to our insights to live by. However. We do have a segment on the show just to get to know you just a little better. And here you see insights about Natasha Grano. These are easy questions. Just we're going to take a spin. And if you don't like a question, we're just going to pass on it. We'll go to the next one. All right, let's see where we go. This is so cool. Oh, my God. I love it. Wow. Oh, and by the way, Natasha, 
no guest ever gets the same question. You are the only one who will answer these three questions. First up, who is your favorite Disney hero or heroine? Oh my gosh, this is the coolest podcast ever. I'm so loving this. Okay, so my favorite's got to be Jasmine or Pocahontas. Look, I'm dressed like Pocahontas most of the time. Let's go today with Jasmine. You know why? Because I believe in genies and I believe in wishes coming true. So I'm gonna go Jasmine. Jasmine, always a good call. I like it. I'm gonna have to look Jasmine up a little bit better. Okay, now over to our next question about you. Let's see. Oh, okay. You're going to pick dinner with two people, one past and one present. Who would you like to have a dinner conversation with? Michael's grandmother, always a good choice, but we're going to go with somebody who you, uh, other people would know. Who comes to mind for you? Who I would have dinner with, Denzel Washington and Oprah. Really? Yep, absolutely. I would, I would have dinner because Denzel Washington is the reason that I got out of my first round of trauma because I was crying and I was standing in the mirror and I was listening to Denzel Washington in the background on a motivational track, which now I have for the world. Motivational tracks which raise people up, jumpstart their day, get them out of that painful situation just through listening to words of affirmation on a high level of motivation. And that is what helped save me. So I would love to sit at dinner and just say, thank you. And Oprah, I think she's such an inspiring woman. And I think the three of us would have great fun at dinner. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt. I was unaware of that about Denzel. And, and I'm going to throw one other in since you already mentioned it. I imagine Napoleon Hill would probably be a good one who well you probably enjoy. Well right. done. Napoleon right. Hill or Joseph Murphy. I'm fascinated by his, his books and his teachings and his work. In fact, I've been referred to as the new age version of Joseph Murphy and our teachings are and I this is remarkable so I only read his teachings after I had formed the foundation of mine and it, they are remarkably similar it just shows that anything that all the new thought leaders that we're teaching there is nothing new out there the the, the people who came before us and before that everyone's been teaching the same thing we all just have our own variation on it and we all just reach a different audience and that is why it's so powerful you're reaching someone different i'm reaching someone different every single one of us is reaching new people and saying it in a different way and as long as people are learning to unlock their full human potential. That is all that we want to do is help others to live their best lives and learn through our methods that helped us. And they'll resonate with one and they might not resonate with another, but that's fine. That's why we're all different. That's great. Now, just for frame of reference, I think most people know the, the others we mentioned, maybe not Joseph Murphy. Can you just explain uh, who that is? Joseph Murphy is... Uh, I'm trying to remember the date that he was born. He came well before our time as well, um, Napoleon Hill. And he has a book, which is, I actually have it here. And it's called Grow Rich with the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Ah, okay. And it's a phenomenal book. And the teachings are so similar to mine. So I have to say that for me is, you know, fantastic. But he's not around anymore. Got it. It's always Very nice when you have these, literally have these books at your fingertips uh, for, uh, for reference. Now we're going to go one more time and then we'll go on to your insights to live by. Let's see what comes up for you. Well, Natasha, uh, it came upon your favorite childhood game. 
Now, this something might come to mind, or we can go to a different question. You want to go here or, or somewhere else? Um, let's go somewhere else. Okay. It's hard that's to pick a favorite. I had so many childhood games I loved. Oh, that's right. I, there's so many, but I, I'd like to give some knowledge off it if I can. Knowledge. That's fair. That's fair. Now, another insight about you, your most courageous decision. Oh, okay. Okay. My most courageous decision had to be... Gosh, there's three. You, you've made a lot of them. I mean, you know, just in in just all of your background and things that you you must have done to uh, to to be where you are. Hard to choose. Just go with your what first comes to your mind. When I when I actually decided that it was better for me to divorce the father of my child. Right. That was the most courageous decision I made because obviously naturally you wouldn't want to do that, but it was detrimental to my well being um, in any, in every way. And, um, I, I needed to leave and I, you know, I needed for me to leave. And that was the best thing because I knew that I had been blessed already with a career that I would go on to do something spectacular with, but I needed to be set free. I needed to begin my journey on my own and not be a, a dependent housewife and live in a, a relationship that wasn't serving me in any capacity. And that's Rio. Rio is my son. Yes. And he, and that, where would he be now? About seven? Nope. Five. He's five. Okay. My math was off. Five-year-old son. That is the best. I have a 20-year-old. Five was a long time ago. So. You have a 20-year-old, but you do not look old enough to have a 20-year-old. I do. I do. And I started late. So let's go to your insights to live by. So many that I'm sure come about and to mind, but we can only do three. And. If you have one, that, that one, that one area of advice, something you always hear yourself saying to somebody, you're, you know, somewhat of your mantra, let's save that for last. Um, so Natasha Grano, what would be your first insight to live by you'd like to share? Hone in on your craft the same way that Da Vinci, that Einstein, that many of the greatest minds of this earth did. Hone in on your craft every day and spend time on it, perfecting it, improving it, seclude yourself off as they did from the world and focus on it and grow it and study every single day. Three hours a day, I study, I read, I write, or I learn. That means listening to a podcast, being on a podcast, although that's not learning, that's me teaching, but that's fine because that's sure. still part of my box. Write for that time or learn, be involved. And why do I say this? Honing in on your craft because you can then monetize it. You can then do it to the highest level that you can physically do it. You'll be the best at what you do. So focus on. And so my tip for this is if you focus, you will achieve greater maximum output, maximum input for maximum output. It's perfect. You know, I, and, and we talk a lot about, uh, you know, it's better to go an inch wide and a mile deep, as opposed to a mile wide and an inch deep. And I think you certainly hit the nail. And that's where that's where the fulfillment is. The life enrichment is to, you know, as part of your why and your craft. Out of curiosity, what what would be the one thing that that you'd pinpoint as your craft that you have been focusing on? Well, my craft is what I teach. My craft is mindset the brain, understanding human behavior, 
my craft is understanding the subconscious mind and how powerful that is in part of our world that we live in because it controls our outer reality. Everything goes on there, which you just don't realize. We're talking most of the time here in beta in this state. You know, I've studied a lot of that. And so, yeah, that would be my, my for me, my craft is teaching knowledge, ancient knowledge, bringing it to accessibility, making it easy for people to understand. That's my craft. Yeah. Well, I knew that was spot. I actually knew the answer to that question, Natasha. Uh, you know, 15 years uh, and, and then some in terms of your going in depth in and around your focus on the success mindset among all else, of course, teaching it. Now, let's go to your second insight to live by, pearl of wisdom, life lesson, advice you give others. My second piece of advice would be this. Do, if you have a business and you want to make your side hustle your main hustle, then do three hours a day, which is over 1,096 hours a year. Three hours a day only on your side hustle is now your main hustle. So put in three hours every single day into the thing you love, because the thing that you love is the thing that you value. And the thing that you value the most is the thing that will come to fruition, is the thing that will serve you, is the thing that the higher intelligence will bring into your reality, will help make possible for you, because that is long-term fulfillment versus short-term gratification. The thing you value the most is the thing you want to be spending the time on. So set aside three hours a day to make it over a thousand hours a year. Now, let me get takes even further. If you have a goal and you break that down to three goals a day, okay? So you have your main goal, let's say it's to write a book. Just before you go to sleep, you choose three smaller goals that go towards your main goal and you will achieve them the very next day. And when you achieve them the very next day, however small they are, whether it was just write one chapter, that's quite a big one, or choose the chapters or contact some publishers, whatever you're wanting to do. When you do this, at the end of each day, you will feel a sense of achievement. And however big or small that is, that sense of achievement grows. No different when you do your side hustle for three hours a day. That sense of achievement you are no longer someone achieve, you are no longer someone doing achievements every day. You are an achiever. When you become an achiever, that is just you. You're just successful. It's just who you are. This is all about rewiring the neural pathways in your brain. Like learning a language, manifesting is no different. It's a skill, manifesting. It's a skill. Anything with ING on the end, make that verb a noun and do it. Make it now. Make it yours. Become it. It's amazing. You know, I, I it reminds me as I as I'm listening to you a, a few things. One is what you were just talking about being and being the thing it is that you want to become in and around that side hustle uh, goes hand in hand. And then I've never really quite had this thought before, but you know, there are different people who have a wide, beautiful musical range. Yours is energy. You seem to, to, to be over here with a, with a nice soft and, and pointed energy. And then you just, boom, you know, you hit it. And uh, it's one of the things I, I, I so appreciate about you. Now we are heading to your third insight to live by. And I want, it, it, this can be on a level playing field or it might be the one that's above all. What is that for you? What is it you'd like to share here? 
The truth is with, with my insights to life is take care of you. This is the most important thing. You would never let your battery life on your phone optionally go to zero. So don't let your battery life go to zero. Your battery life has to remain high because you cannot love anyone else if you do not love yourself. You cannot help someone else if you do not help yourself first. Like on the plane, when they say, put your oxygen mask on first, you've got to help yourself first before you can help anyone else to protect your mental health, to protect your physical well-being. And I can tell you now, someone who was feeling amazing and suddenly lost it all. I had lost my spark. You see who I am now? I didn't have that. You see this bubbly self, this, this healthy self? I wasn't that for one year or more of my life. And I spent that bed bound almost, and it was horrendous. And I can tell you now, if you do not look after your health, your health will force you to look after it. Because if you do not focus on the things like yourself, which is the most important thing in life, it will force you to slow down and it will force you the other way. So focus on you, wake up every day, do something that you love, plant seeds in your garden of love, of joy, of compassion, of abundance, and do exercise and activities which serve those feelings. For example, going for a walk in nature, grounding, hugging a tree, hugging your kids, cooking, whatever it might be. Go and do things that feel amazing and raise your vibration so you are feeling good every single day. Plant seeds in your garden and water them. Uproot all the bad seeds of anything that does not serve you. Negativity, jealousy, ego, and pride. Jealousy, ego, and pride, single-handedly, if you remove them from your world, your world will change. Remove them, throw them out the window, and focus on all the beautiful, abundant things in your life. Your life will shift. It's great. You know, it fills you up and, and you have to know that about yourself in terms of your self-discovery. What are those things that, uh, number one, feed you instead of drain you? And uh, also, you know, so easily overlooked, but it is the greatest insight to live by of all. You got to take care of number one because nothing else is possible uh, if, uh, if you don't. So thank you very much for bringing that up. And, you know, as we wrap up here and, you know, love to hear more about what you're doing next, anything more you'd like to speak to with the book that's coming about, feel free to love on about Michael a little bit more. That's fine. We're okay with that. But would it be okay? I should have, I should have bought him in as a surprise at the end. That would have been hilarious. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll splice him in. We're good. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> next thing that I would love to share with you guys, if you want to connect further with me, join one of my free programs in my bio and Instagram, there is a free program. And you can learn how to manifest your desires and just understand it. Understand how to use my MBS method. That's a great shift. That's a great starting point. I'll tell you a little bit more about, about love, if anyone, because I know we started with that. So sure. I'll end with that. If you are ready to strengthen your current relationship or meet the man or woman of your dreams, it is down to you to get your head straight, to feel worthy of being loved but not just feeling worthy. You've got to write down, like I did, a hundred factors about what you want in your man or your woman. Write it down. Write down exactly what you want in them. Every single detail. What kind of socks do they wear? What do they smell like? What do they feel like? Every detail. Don't let it be his story. Make it your story. Write it down. And then step into that character. Don't just go looking for it. Keep that and think about it all the time. Feel it, dance with it, play with it. You've really got to enjoy it. Because if your desire of what you want is contradicting your behavior in everyday life, like as soon as you put down your lovely statement about what you want in your, in your partner, your new partner to be, 
And then you go out there and you're so horrible to your family. Or you go out there and you're so negative to people around you. Or you're just not doing anything nice in the world. That's completely contradictory behavior of what you want to attract into your life. I became the person on paper before I manifested him. I decided I am all these things. I'm kindness, I'm love, I'm helping people. And this and this, and I listed it out. You got to feel it. And when you feel so amazing and so wonderful, he will just float into your world or she will just appear in Clubhouse or wherever it might be. Right. And it's as simple as that. But you have to feel worthy of it first and then become your dream partner. Yeah, and one of the things I'm hearing what you describe, and I'm, I'm so glad you added that in, is also about feeling your own worthiness. So that when you go into a relationship, you're not walking into and creating that codependency that, ends up having relationships be that much more difficult to sustain and be what they can be. So you're bringing two souls together. Now, Natasha, before that final, final thought, would it be okay if we went back to the wheel one more time? I'd yeah, be- come on, I love it, let's play. I'm I love very it. curious to hear, it could be a, a Disney heroine or something else. What is it going to be here on your final question? Well, that's interesting. Natasha, what season would you be? brilliant question i'm gonna be honest i would be spring you associate you identify with spring renewal i love spring renewal and rejuvenation and if you think about it the winter is when you hibernate and you manifest when you start to plant the seeds into your garden which will later you will reap and i in spring start to see them grow and i start to come out more and all my new things come out, all my new books, my offerings, my help to the world, the philanthropy, it all goes wild in this season. I give, 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 give. And then in summer, I play. And so, you know, I, I say I play, I speak on probably 60 stages across four months in the summer, but that for me is playing. Right. And I'm a bit of a workaholic because work for me is not work. I think that's uh, one of the things, but anyway, spring. Oh, I love spring. It feels so brilliant and everything blossoms. You know, okay, I walk in the street. As soon as I see a tree that's covered in beautiful pink blossom, I take a picture of it and I put it on my Instagram story. People are probably like, why is she doing that? Because we are like blossom. We are like a flower blooming, blossoming. It's so magical. When you see it, it's abundant, right? And it reminds you to feel abundant. It's a limitless universe. It really is. Once you understand how to tap into it, you can have, see, be, or do anything you want. I have to say, as soon as I saw that hit the wheel, Natasha, I kind of knew the answer. That, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Now we're certainly going to put all your social media. You're very easy to find on social media, but we'll put that in the show notes among anything else that you and your team would like. Um, any final thoughts, anything else you'd like to share? This is your time. Uh, so happy to have you. Oh, fantastic. Well, okay. I'll give you one final throwaway tip, which is fantastic. It's called my three P's. And I don't know, it just came to mind. It was on my heart. I felt like maybe I should share this with you. So maybe this is for someone today. I don't know who, but I hope it reaches you. I'll take it. Yeah, you'll take it. For me. Just be for me. Okay. I'm ready. Good. My new friend. Okay. So you've got the three P's. Number one is plan. So when you're feeling like something's not going right, you feel stuck, you feel like Stuff is not feeling good. Like something feels negative. The first thing you want to do is make a plan. How to change the direction of what is happening. So you have to sit aside from it, walk away from the problem, observe the problem rather than be in the problem. Focus on the outcome. And you sit aside and then you will start to make a plan. 
And when you start to make a plan about how you can shift your mindset, how you can shift your reality, how you can change what is going on in your life, things will start to change because you're making a plan. So obviously it has to change. Plan. Number two P is purpose. When you're feeling again stuck or something's not flowing, you're not in alignment, maybe you're bad thing after bad thing after bad thing, it's probably because you're not acting in alignment with your purpose. When you are not acting in alignment with your purpose, you are doing things which do not serve you. If you are feeding friends and they are having a little bitch about somebody else, that's not serving your purpose. You know, I learned this once from somebody and he's um, a world leader. I won't say who at this point, but he sat with him one day and he said to me, you know, Natasha, what I like about you. And I said, what? He said, you remind me of me. He said, the most successful of us among the earth got to where we are today because we talk about ideas. People who are on their way up to being successful, they also they talk about goals. But people who are just underachievers and not achieving anything and not really going anywhere in their life talk about people. And so if you are here or here, here really you want to be in the idea box, you know you're going somewhere. You know you're going to be a very powerful human. And that is what it's about. It is about acting from your purpose and inspiring others. What is your purpose? Do you know your purpose? Because if you know your purpose, you can connect it to your business. Every single thing I do is something that serves my purpose. I learned to delegate. I don't think I've driven a car for, I don't know, four years. I, I delegate. I don't have time to do things. You, you get more done. Absolutely. I don't have to do anything which I don't need to do. And so I delegate and I, and I set things aside because it doesn't serve my purpose. If it's not serving my purpose, it's not worth doing. Think about that. And the third P is proactive. Be proactive. Every single day, taking steps towards your mission. And if you do that and you get proactive about everything in your life, you will make stuff happen. And you'll make stuff happen. So be happy, make it happen, and live in the moment. Well, I'm certainly very inspired coming off of the conversation. Natasha, I, uh, I so appreciate you and our time together. Um, and I look forward to following you and your continued career and success, your romance, uh, ever blooming with Michael and on clubhouse every Sunday at 11 Eastern around manifestation. So much great stuff you're doing. Thank you again for being my guest and, uh, we'll see you again soon. Wonderful. I look forward to catching up with you soon. And, um, thank you so much for having me. It's been a beautiful show and I look forward to seeing you on one of my stages on, on Clubhouse every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Well, now we, we can put a face to the voice. So it's always nice when we, when we do that. Again, Natasha, have, have a wonderful day. Great, great um, good luck with your workshops with Michael as you guys, as a power couple, continue to team up. All right, be well. Be well, bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Insights to Live By. Be sure to connect with me at mattzinman.com in our happierness community and get our free video series, Three Zisms for a Better Life. Wishing you and yours an enriching day, and we'll see you next time.